Hey guys, it's Chris from Rimfire Tactical. Welcome to rimfiretactical.com. Welcome to the Rimfire Tactical podcast. This is part three of the match preparation podcast, and I am so sorry for the delays. As I mentioned before, I will figure out how to stop these interruptions from um, happening so that I don't end up breaking up uh, an episode like this. Uh, in the first two parts, I talked about some of the different rifles I'm trying to decide on shooting. Um, what I was talking about in the last episode before the interruption was basically um, the fact that I have um, I have a, the Voodoo that I've had for about a year now that I love, the Voodoo Ridgeback. Um, I've got this Onshoots uh, 1727 uh, F trainer that I'm debating on shooting. And I was talking about how I had recently ordered a lightweight Voodoo, which just recently came in. It's a Voodoo Apparition. Um, unfortunately I don't have the scope mount yet and I'm not going to pull a scope from a different rifle to shoot it. So, um, I'd love to shoot this rifle in the match. It's the apparition model. Um, it has a 20 inch, uh, Kukri profile proof research barrel. Um, it's in an all composites, a five, uh, stock, which, um, all composites, if you're not familiar with them, it's a, uh, um, it's a, a copy of the design of the Macmillan A5, but it's made out of carbon fiber. And the rifle, uh, the barreled action in the stock, the rifle itself uh, with a 30 MOA rail on it weighs about seven and a half pounds. And so fully scoped, it will be less than 10 pounds, which is just incredible for, for what it is. But like I mentioned, um, that particular rifle, um, even though I've got the rifle ready, the scope ready, I don't have the spur mount for it yet, so I won't be shooting it in this match. Um, and I can't wait to shoot it, though, uh, just to test it out. Uh, just like my Ridgeback, it, this one also has the Trigger Tech Diamond trigger in it with the flat blade. Um, if you haven't tried one of those, that trigger is as good as any I've ever shot, including the, um, the 5018 model trigger. Uh, from Onshoots, which is in the 5418 uh, models and a few other uh, 54 action Onshoots, which are widely considered to be some of the best triggers in the world. But um, but to to finish out this um, this uh, podcast, basically the same day that I ordered this uh, this new lightweight apparition model, a good friend of mine, actually a great friend of mine, who had looked at my Ridgeback last year and decided he wanted to order Voodoo. When he looked at mine, we talked about it. He's like, Chris, I've got to have one. Uh, we looked at Voodoo's website and on the website at that time, they had the, uh, the apparition model that was in a J Allen chassis. And the one that, that really stood out when you first went to Voodoo's website, it was a red J Allen chassis with a 20 inch, uh, barrel, the barreled action was, um, it was in the, uh, or Cerakote Black, and it was just a stunning combination. And so my friend said, you know, I, I told him how I really had wanted that rifle over the Ridgeback model that I purchased, but it was just so much more expensive that I really couldn't, I couldn't talk myself into spending that at the time. And um, long story short, he called me the same day that I placed the order, 
with Paul over at Voodoo for, the, for my lightweight apparition. And he just explained that he had some things going on. Um, been working a ton of overtime. And unfortunately, even though the rifle came in in January, here we are in um, late July, early August. And he's like, Chris, I've only been able to put 30 rounds through this rifle all year. And he wanted to know if I could help him sell it. And I told him absolutely I would, I would help him with that. And ultimately, uh, after some discussion, um, he offered the rifle to me at a price that, um, frankly, I just couldn't turn down. And so, again, that has led to me uh, selling quite a few more guns. But I just recently picked that up from him. And so now I have... Uh, this third Voodoo sitting here. Uh, this one is scoped and ready to go. Um, has the same scope as my Ridgeback. It's the 7-35 attack car. It's sitting in a spur mount. Um, and so, you know, I'm trying to decide, essentially, in shooting this unlimited match tomorrow between the two Voodoos, the Apparition in the J. Allen chassis or the Ridgeback in the Greybow Ridgeback stock. Um, they both have 20-inch barrels. Both are Bartland barrels. They both have the same scope, same mount. Um, they both have the same um, trigger tech diamond trigger. So deciding on shooting one of those or shooting the on-shoots. And the reason I wanted to, to go through such a long story is because we all have, a majority of us anyway, have several different rifles that we love and we know shoot great. And sometimes the indecision of you know trying to decide which mat or which rifle to shoot in a match or which rifle to shoot when you're going hunting or whatever, sometimes um, the decision can be something that just becomes overwhelming to deal with. And even when you choose the rifle to take to the match or take hunting. If you don't shoot well in the back of your mind, if you're not careful, you'll start to second guess. Well, is that because this rifle isn't shooting well or man, I knew I should have brought this other rifle. I knew I should have carried this one. I knew I should have, have tried this. Um, the same thing goes for ammunition. Um, one of the lessons that I have learned the hard way in shooting this particular match that I'll be shooting tomorrow I've shot it for like about the last year and a half. And when I first started shooting it, just being, you know, totally transparent, I couldn't imagine the need to shoot really good match ammo when you're shooting at such large targets. And so I shot cheaper ammo in the first couple of matches. I was fortunate enough to um, tie for the win on my very first match. And uh, ultimately lost in a shootout, but I was shooting uh, some cheaper, or actually in that particular match, I was shooting my kid uh, and shooting Lapua Midas. And that was mainly, I think, because I was scared I, was, I would be embarrassed if I didn't shoot well. But after that first match, um, I started shooting some of the inexpensive ammo uh, because I just couldn't see the reason to spend more money on ammo when you're shooting at these large targets and not shooting tiny little targets. And what's interesting about it is I haven't, um, for, for four or five matches, uh, my performance just wasn't up to, to what I thought it should be. 
And finally, I realized that even though I was winning a few of the squirrel rifle matches and things like that, um, and I was tying for the win in some of the, the other matches, what I totally uh, came to understand is I was handicapping myself by shooting ammunition that can be very accurate at times in my rifles, but sometimes isn't as consistent. And once I figured that out, I settled on shooting one particular round, you know, the best round that I could find for those, you know, whichever rifle I'm shooting in the matches purely based off the fact that, um, if I, if I, as I've mentioned in the podcast before, if I have a great rifle, I have a great scope, I have great ammo that takes every, all the equipment out of the equation and it puts everything on me. So if I miss, I know it's because I missed. It's not because my trigger was gritty and heavy and I ended up jerking the trigger because I was fighting it so much. It's not because my scope didn't track properly when I was dialing elevation to go from 80 yards to 120 or 120 to 154 or 154 to 200. It's not because the ammunition is terribly inconsistent and can throw three or four rounds into a tiny little group but the fifth or sixth or seventh round will go three inches high or, or four inches low. So if I can eliminate all those variables, then it, it puts everything on me. And at that point, if I miss, I know it's on me, it's my fault. And then I can go back and figure out the mechanics and figure out where my fundamentals broke down. The same thing's true of hunting. Um, I've done, I've hunted in the past with ammunition that, um, well, just to give you an example, uh, years ago, I used to squirrel hunt with uh, uh, stingers, the 32 grain stingers, because I thought, man, those things are so fast. And when they hit the squirrel, they're just devastating. And I only take headshots anyway. So, uh, you know, I'm not worried about meat being ruined or anything like that. But what I ran into is when I would miss squirrels, I wasn't sure really if I missed or if it was just because the ammunition is just not that consistent. Last year, I switched over to from Winchester uh, PowerPoints for hunting, which have always been pretty consistent uh, for me. But I ran out of my old stash, if you will, and the PowerPoints that I had picked up over the last several years, they didn't shoot as well. And um, I read online where several people talked about the RWS subsonic hollow points being very accurate. I picked some of those up, started shooting those, and was just incredibly impressed. Um, and the rifles that I squirrel hunt with that ammunition shoots almost as good as my match ammo does. And so, you know, it's, it's again, taking that variable out of wondering, did I miss because of the ammo or did I miss because of me? Um, so I've, this podcast is drug out way too long. Um, I apologize again for the, um, you know, the interruptions with the phone calls coming in. And uh, just basically not knowing enough about the um, about this particular uh, process with the podcast of how to pause it and then be able to resume the recording. But I will figure that out. But I appreciate you listening to it. And I hope it's kind of helped you a little bit just in thinking through, you know, how do you make the decision on what rifle to shoot? How do you make the decision on what ammo to use and things like that. Ultimately, 
What's probably going to happen is later today, if I can work it out, I'm going to drop by the range for a little bit. I'm going to shoot the Ridgeback again. I'm going to shoot the on-shoots again. I'm going to shoot, for the first time, my new-to-me uh, voodoo apparition and and see, basically, what shoots best today. Um, my guess is we're going to 